0: hey welcome to copy room chronicles
1: hello 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 and we're back
0: hey y'all um (laughs) it's the start of february yep
1: we end this thing i can't believe we're already a second month
0: into the year i know that's wild. I know. You know what we have to do soon though? We have to check back in on our intentions. Yup,
1: yup, yup. And yep.
0: talk to them about it. But other than that, how are you?
1: I'm great. I'm great. I'm not going to lie though. I feel a little anxious because how quickly time is flying. Yeah. Like, we're already in February. Graduation's around the corner. Like, it's just like, it's, it's a good time and I feel good. But I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Looking yeah. at the calendar.
0: Yeah.
1: What about you? How um, are you?
0: I feel amazing. <laughs>
1: Um. Keep the same energy because you're about I, to have a break soon later in the month.
0: Yeah, I'm about to have a. First of all, this break that's coming up. Pack, pack, pack. Um, I'll make it out alive hopefully, and I'm really excited for what's coming in the next few months. So there's a lot of new things developing, and I'm really, really hyped for that. Um, what's the tea? Yes. It's not only a coffee room.
1: Yeah. So. Um. So at the coffee room at my new school is real quaint. Right? So, it's tight in there. So, I get to spend a lot of quality time with the school secretary, mm-hmm. who also, like, literally her desk is attached to the copy room.
0: I know she gets involved.
1: Completely. Side and I All the time. Because okay. people be breaking the machine. Like, they don't treat the machine with love and care, and she be going off. So, that'd be the latest. That's the latest scene in the copy room. People not handling the copy machine with care, and then want to be upset when it breaks down and want to send emails. Um... And she be leaving it. There are two machines, and if one breaks down, and she sees that people wasn't nice to the machines, she, she'll just she'll leave it broken. Rightfully
0: so. That's fair. It's fair game. You still yes. have one working, one not. You can lesson. Yes. Be <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh.
1: I feel like we need to do like copy room affirmations. You know, in terms of like treating the copy machines nice. Because it'd little be real Yes. Go Go little yes. Um. And our copy room right
0: now, you know, we're getting ready for testing season. It mm. is real intense, real fast. Yeah. And so the copy room is the time for us to do talk time. Talk time with friends. <laughs> well, for real. Like, girl, you got three minutes. Um, just quick check-ins. Yeah. Sometimes giving somebody a look, when you exchange glances and you can read their facial mm. expression, it's mm. like,
1: that means everything. So that's what's happening in a copy room. Yes. Well, y'all, like we mentioned, it is February. I personally love February. Actually, no, (laughs) I love a reason to celebrate anything and everything. So that's probably why I love February because it's Valentine's Day. It's a month of love. It's Black History Month. So I be for the people every day, 365 (laughs) days, but then I be a little extra in the month of February.
0: Way extra. I'm coming. And okay. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> we're doing it up. Oh. Yes, and we got an extra day in February this month. We do, we do. Okay, and I'm not it's gonna, gonna hold you. I'm
0: biased anyway. I love February because my birthday is in oh, February. Oh, okay. So okay. Here we are. We have arrived.
1: We um, have.
0: But one thing that happens during February is classrooms and hallways start getting the posters. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Influential yeah. people of color and student work reflecting the minority experiences and strides. But
1: dot dot dot. There is more to Black History than MLK. You
0: heard it here, all and right. You heard it a lot of other places, but let's dig into. Yeah,
1: one. and I think that's our controversy for today. I think we have got to get more expansive in regards to how we celebrate Black History, but how we celebrate any culturally relevant month, whether it's Women's History Month, Latino Heritage Month, whatever it is. I think we need to get better at it because I think we we do it a disservice when we keep commemorating the same people. Not that these people aren't important, but there's way more amazing people out there who are who deserve to be celebrated.
0: Yeah, I think it was Sam Smith. He has a song that's like, I Know You're Not the Only One. No. Mm. Maybe? No. Okay. Stretch. <laughs> but Ikash uh, shared this article, and it was really good, from colorincolorado.org. And it's Culturally Responsive Instruction, Holiday, and Religious Celebrations. And it really details how we can be more inclusive to these different cultures and religions,
1: yeah, so it talked about like seven things, and some of this stuff is not new, it's not revolutionary, but I think it's worth bringing back top of mind um as we go into celebrating this month and any culturally relevant month to come, so number one <clears throat> hear he hear he. <laughs> We need to recognize the various talents and accomplishments when focusing on people, right? So that brings me back to my point around like there's more to Black history than MLK, Malcolm X, right? Like there's some incredibly powerful people who are still alive doing some amazing things. Why aren't we paying owed or homage to them? And so being diverse in terms of who we decide to celebrate.
0: Yeah, super important. And I think something that we fall victim to is going to that one student in our classroom and saying, hey, girl, um, what's this like in your culture? Or how do they do this in your religion? <laughs> um, and so it's very important, number two, to consult more than one internet or library source and do not expect a student to be your sole ambassador or resource for finding out about a whole culture or ethnic background. Everybody counts.
1: Yeah, facts. Um, I also think, too, it's all about how... You incorporate information. Um, you select into lesson plans and special projects. Sometimes I feel like, and K-Tom, you can let me know what you think, but sometimes I feel like people feel like celebrating culturally rele- relevant months is like an added stress yeah. or like an added to-do, and it's like you have good intentions around doing it, but then you don't do anything at all because it feels extra. Yeah,
0: and it shouldn't. Like, it shouldn't be added stress. It literally should be a fun learning experience when you yeah. to explore someone else and like appreciate yeah. diversity definitely um, and i think we all fall victim to this next thing like, <laughs> <laughs> we always think about when we think about other cultures we're like well girl what y'all eat
1: mm-hmm. um, and what y'all listening to yeah
0: and like who's major um in your group and so make it more than just about food music or popular icons
1: definitely and kind of like what we just spoke five is around like Just seeking various representatives to show the diversity within a common group, which kind of makes me think of Latino Heritage Month, right? I feel like the Latinx community and culture is so diverse, whether it's music, food, dialect, history, when countries gain their independence. And, like, put some respect on that, that not all countries (laughs) are the same. I wasn't ready. (laughs) Like, put some respect, like, you know what I mean? Like, to be Mexican is different than being Puerto Rican or Cuban. And it's just like when you try to lump cultures together, it's disrespectful.
0: And you know what's crazy? You never think about how those experiences of any cultural group are parallel, right? Because mm. I think people of color, uh, black people specifically, they have the same complaint. It's like, listen, Jamaican people have different cultures. Yes. Asian people who have different culture from African American people who have different culture from. African people who grew up in Africa. So, like, I definitely relate to yeah. you on
1: that one. And I think, too, it's these cultural monks that really should expand our knowledge of ethnicity, yeah. right? Because we talk a lot about race, but ethnicity is huge. And ethnicity, I feel like, is the thing that are these nuances that make cultures different. Mm. Um, And just, like, to, you know, differentiate a little bit, just when I think of race, I just think of, like, those broad... Strokes or broad categories: white, black, Asian. Whereas you get into ethnicities is actually like the variations of cultures, right? To you could be black American, but I am a black Jamaican, or I am uh, I'm I'm Latino, but I'm specifically Cuban, or I'm Puerto Rican. Um, and it matters. Yeah, it does. It matters. It does. And it matters for kids, and it matters for when you're paying homage and and respect. I feel like I could go on a tangent on this for hours. No, we could. We
0: could. Um, I think something that's also important, we forget about people who don't have holidays. Mm. Because our holidays are our reminders to celebrate certain things. True, true. And so I think number six is important to encourage other children who don't have official holidays, representing them or whose families have lived in the U.S. for multiple generations to explore and share their own heritage and background. It's like a potluck almost, but not just of like food, different things. Like, What can you bring? Bring
1: something from your... I also think about traditions when you said that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so even if you come from a culture, like, that doesn't have an official holiday, there are certain traditions you have in your family, right? And so bringing that into the classroom, bringing that into the space, and more than anything, it's planning ahead. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back, plan ahead. (laughs) I think that's why these, (laughs) these months go... By nothing ends up happening because we don't plan for it.
0: And this is this is ignorant, but we can't run on C P time. Yeah. We can't run on C P time. But does C P time really exist? What you mean? Color people time.
1: When Where people,
0: it takes us longer?
1: It don't take me longer because <laughs> I'm prompt, okay? Prim and proper on time. But not all of us not i said the cat
0: (laughs) not i (laughs) not i um so something that also stood out to me from this article was we currently live in a world where our knowledge about other cultures languages and traditions is extremely important to foster understanding and mutual respect and we are now expecting teachers to be our first responders on the front line in this complex task Mm. and it's like we spend so much time in front of students and we yeah. don't really think about how our words or actions yeah. truly impact them. And so if we're not being inclusive and modeling that for students. The students yeah. sometimes won't have that opportunity to engage with everything that's out in the world.
1: No, that, that's real. And I think what we choose not to acknowledge or celebrate also speaks volumes. Um, I don't know. It... It's important because we are. I agree, we are these uh on the front lines and these first responders. But it's also just a lot as teachers to think about. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Everything that we do in this work comes down to being extremely intentional. Yep. And sometimes that is overwhelming because you're literally sometimes okay all the time. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to think about so much at once and balance and manage. Um. But I I hope teachers know it's just these little tweaks. Yep. But I think the thought of it being so big makes people not end up doing anything.
0: Mm. Something else that I think is important is just because we're sharing about other cultures, um, doesn't, in their traditions and religions, doesn't mean that we're neglecting our own, mm. right? Or that we keep our own personal faith because a lot of times of... Um, I think there are two things that a lot of people don't want to talk about, religion and politics. Mm. But just because you speak about religion doesn't mean you're trying to get people to conform. You're just giving them the information. And so as teachers, I think we also have to play that same role. Our job is to give the information, but not necessarily say necessarily say, Oh, you have to do this. Yeah. You have to believe in this. Yeah. But like we just want to give you all of the options. Yeah. Um and so at the First Amendment Center, in coalition with the AFT and a number of other organizations, including the NEA, it issued a guide for educators on such issues called finding common ground, right? So mm. We don't have to put our religions aside, our beliefs aside, our culture aside to share with others. We can still maintain our beliefs and systems. But here are some things that they urge us to do.
1: Yeah, so have an approach that is academic and not devotional, which I think speaks to what you said around, like, just because you're sharing information with kids, that doesn't mean you're trying to indoctrinate them into something.
0: Yeah, like, just to continue, like, focus on the awareness of religions rather than acceptance of any one religion, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah, I think to informing students about various beliefs and giving kids the opportunity to ask questions and be okay with the fact that if you don't have the answer to that, that push your kids to do their own research and start making some of their own meaning about the things that they're hearing.
0: But have you ever had a conversation with your mom like about a religion that wasn't your own, like ask certain questions?
1: Um, I don't know if I like explicitly had. Conversations about like other religions, but I just remember like not being a fan of our religion. Like I grew really? up, yeah, I grew up Catholic. Okay. Um, and so, but my mom was dope. Like she never was like super forceful. Like yes, there were certain times that we did had to go to church, but I never enjoyed it. I just I did not. <laughs> we sat there, and it was just like I didn't understand what was going on. Um, and then I ended up going to a quicker boarding school in high school, and that opened me up to like a whole another like sector of religions. Um, so I don't know, I feel like I've been able to create my own spiritual path and kind of like through my mom's freedom set the tone for like how I want to practice religion and stuff. Yeah.
0: What about you? Yeah. Um, so my dad is Muslim Mm. and my mom is Baptist. Okay. And so I never really felt like I belonged to one group, but mm-hmm. I always felt like I was investigating and they, they yeah. let me do that. But my mom was a little more strict. She's like, no, you're Baptist. <laughs> and my dad was like, listen, like, this yeah. is for you choose, yeah. But you yeah. can come with me in this stuff. Yeah, You can see what this is about. But this is my thing. Um, and I really appreciated that because it let me explore. And I remember one time I got my hands on the atheist manifesto because okay. I just wanted to see what their argument was. Yeah. Um, And I brought it to my mom. She wasn't with it. Not with it. She was not hearing it. But it was always interesting to me to get different perspectives. So, like talking to people who are Jewish, like what are your beliefs? Yeah. And why we all believe in something? Why can't we just get along? Even though we have our own individual yeah. So religion is just interesting, and I
1: think that's what makes celebrating these culturally relevant months or religion or just the different things that your kids bring to the table because I think more than anything it just allows space for conversation and for questions yeah. and I think we need to give kids the space to ask their questions without them feeling like oh this is a topic we can't discuss.
0: Have you always felt like you've been inclusive of all like cultures, practices, religions in your classroom?
1: Um No. Because I feel like in a lot of the schools I've worked at, it's either my students were African-American or they were Latino. And if they were Latino, they were specifically Mexican. And so it just felt like I either, it was like either thing. so we would like affirm those two groups until I moved back to New York. And then some of the students I was teaching were now Muslim. So like it depended on the demographics of the school that like sort of determined how I would celebrate and affirm those kids
0: something that i didn't think about before that comes to mind now is the holidays we always used to get off in school yes so we got (laughs) off a lot of jewish holidays right and then i went to one school where i was working there and they're like no like you only get off if this applies to you yeah and i'm like different yeah Yeah. but like certain holidays started to appear on the calendar so now we get um lunar new year off Mm -hmm. in public schools and so it's just very interesting to see how we progressed over time
1: yeah or like it made me think of when I was in high school to um so in high school we never got MLK off really we didn't oh, and you did? okay yeah we had an offline conversation about this and I used to be upset <laughs> okay because I wanted the day off which is super trifling but whatever <laughs> what kid doesn't want a day off of school but what my school did do that I thought was dope in hindsight was we would have an assembly and we would have workshops so it's just like It's also about what role does the school play and school administration plays in also celebrating some of these holidays, events, and traditions on a school-wide scale. And so I thought that was really cool. So it's not really just about what teachers are doing in their classroom and in their spaces, um, but also administrators. And for like our non-educators who are currently hanging out with us in the coffee room, kind of like, how does corporate America pay homage and celebration to some of these? You know, religions, traditions, holidays. I'm curious.
0: I would be curious too. I would like to have a discussion with someone yeah. about them just to see what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That was really good. Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, i been thinking about our dope dealer, although we don't have a person that's sitting down with us in a coffee room today, we just want to shout out all teachers of color who are disrupting oppressive practices by simply being in this space. Yep.
1: Because um, that's just as powerful. And like I mentioned earlier, like, we don't just celebrate black history in February. It's all day, every day, 365 days a year. And as long as you have the power to enact change, we should be doing what we can to be as inclusive as possible.
0: All right. So what's happening in professional development
1: this time? Um, y'all, we finna really develop you, okay? This ain't pointless discussion. This is important work. Yes. <laughs> professional <laughs> development. So... I was thinking about recently, because, you know, everything I do now has to be from, like, when I'm a principal, what am I going to do? I love it.
0: She's a principal right now,
1: y'all. Yes, I'm trying. <laughs> so I was thinking about, like, how every year um, leadership teams at schools have um, school planning meetings. And so some of that happens, like, just amongst the leadership team, but then it gets opened up for the whole school to contribute. And what I've realized, I don't know if any of the schools that I worked at, if... In school planning, they address setting aside time or planning for some major holidays. So whether it's Latino Heritage Month, whether it's Women's History Month, whether it's Black History, whether it's Autism Month, you know what I mean? Like, whatever it is that um, is going to come up throughout the year that we want to celebrate, I don't know if we've actively planned for it. So I am going to do my due diligence as a school leader that when I do have school planning meetings, like, think about what are the three to four holidays that as a school we really want to emphasize and celebrate um, and thinking about what that would look like and then have people own it. Yes. Right? Please. You ha- The thing is people need time and nobody wants to know at the 12th hour, like, oh, I need to help put on this assembly for whatever this month is um
0: committees are definitely key yeah when doing yeah things like this because you just want to know who to go to and then on those committees it's important to have a chair yeah so one point person that communicates the decisions and details of the event or new system that's being enacted
1: yeah so like on a school-wide level during school planning some things that came to mind for me of how we can celebrate um on a school-wide scales assemblies so thinking about if we're gonna uh do Latino Heritage Month well what's the date of the assembly? What is that what's the show flow for that gonna potentially look like? Um, pushing our teachers to do bulletin boards. Yikes. I know. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I'm gonna have to be the person enforcing bulletin boards Go and ahead. I hate bulletin boards. Go ahead. Mine's has been the same all year. <laughs> I knew a teacher <laughs> who literally kept up their bulletin board from October all the way through the end of the year. I don't know how they got away with that. What
0: was it? Was it like a picture?
1: No, it was like um <laughs> student work of these like graphic organizers re- related to Native American regions. Well, it works. But I knew that that was like a unit that they taught at the beginning of the year. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, how did they get away with this? But
0: I think here's the plot twist too. Like, if your bulletin board is a piece of art, mm. then you can leave it.
1: Oh, like when you had that You're light bulb right. joint? Yes, I don't know what that was, time. but I was lit. Yeah. Yes,
0: it was for energy. Energy <laughs> happened <been> unit one. <laughs>
1: We kept it going. (laughs) Oh, my God. We digress. But again, school-wide assemblies, bulletin boards, potlucks, maybe having students dress up in cultural garb, bringing speakers into your school, or potentially taking kids out the building as a means of celebrating.
0: Um, One thing that I do want to emphasize is, though, students don't only have to dress up in their cultural garb on their holiday Mm. or around their celebrated month. I think this is something that should be happening all year round to make students feel affirmed in their culture and just normalize, like, this learning environment.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What do you think we could do in classrooms in terms of celebrations?
0: Uh, Some things we could do in classrooms are quotes of the day or week, um, and they can change. We can also get students to give us quotes that they mm. found from people that they like oh I like that inspired to be like yes, that. Um, incorporating it into lessons regularly. Yeah. Um and having students share story, memory, information about that particular holiday. I think sometimes too we always think, Oh, well if I put this picture of students playing basketball then I'm being culturally relevant or yeah. how about we just include pictures of the students?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like they're
0: doing different things. The students are doing the lab. They're scientists. So like, this is the scientists of the week. This is yeah. the scientists of
1: the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which reminds me of one year where like I had this like really really cool bulletin board. It was probably the best bulletin board in like six <laughs> years that I ever had. But it was just like me and the science teacher co-created it, where we picked um different uh historians or scientists or like just people that represented Black history, and then we chose students who we felt um, sort of emulated these people. And so we would have their picture next to whoever that person was that we chose. And that was really cool because I think a lot of these celebrations and traditions that we should be, like, emphasizing the kids need to be in it as well so they can yeah. see themselves in these people and not like it's this distant thing.
0: It's empowering.
1: Yeah, it was, that was cool.
0: That's like an award. But you yeah. held it down on some other things. I know you're going to get to it later <laughs> and talk about how you, you know, turned it up and turned it out. Yes, in, uh, yes, yes. So I think in all of this, we've had experiences as students where maybe our yeah. culture wasn't affirmed. Yeah. Um, and then as teachers, sometimes we feel like our yeah. culture is not affirmed. But... In all of these experiences, what was
1: your teachable the moment? Um, I think is around equity. Mm-hmm. Equity and energy, I'm going to say. Right? So equity as in, like, what are we going to choose to focus and celebrate on? And then let's be fair about it. I just hate mm-hmm. when certain months get more shine than other months. That like really just aggravates me, especially let's say we use Latino heritage for an example that splits in between two months because mm-hmm. it goes from September 15th to October 15th. It's just like I just never felt like we gave that the same energy we gave black history. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I say equity and energy, but um, a teachable moment um, for me was just like do what we can and get everybody involved so that we can lighten people's loads. So my last year in the classroom, I cha- I co-chaired the Black History Month program. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Um, And I organized the assembly. And we had, like, music performance and dance. Um, But I felt like it was able to be so successful because I just got multiple people to get involved in it and do their part. You know, so if everybody does a little bit, it's less work and lightens the load.
0: I will say that changed the culture of the at our school. Yeah. Um, That was a major, major change. Um,
1: And we planned ahead. You know what I mean? You just can't wait till the last minute. It's just not going to be quality.
0: Yeah, all the time. Yeah. I think for me, I spent a lot of time complaining about systems Mm. instead of, like, choosing to influence them. Mm. And so I was like, well, we don't get this. So like, we only celebrate Black History Month in February. Or why don't we have any programs like this instead of saying, like, that was this, yeah, and turning it into, well, this can be, and yeah, if, or yeah. I would like to contribute to that, yeah, um, especially being a person of color, like I yeah. just don't want to talk about things and how we've been disenfranchised, yeah, fix it, yeah, and now we're fixing it,
1: yeah, so no, like I agree, it. and I also think too sort of stepping outside the box outside of just culture, like there are months dedicated to marginalized disabilities. Right? And how can we use those months to not only celebrate people who are disabled, but also use as learning opportunities for our kids? I just think, especially the age group we teach, it's so critical to expose kids. Yeah.
0: Because
1: they're going to remember that.
0: They will. They're
1: going to remember that.
0: They will. Wellness. How are you taking care of yourself?
1: Um... I'm no longer in the classroom. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing. Let's it thing a thing. Yes. No. 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 I'm kidding. Um, but it's true. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know. To sneak that in
1: there. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Like I, I don't know, cause this whole year has been the most well that I have ever felt. Mm. Um, what? Made so you I don't well? know. I think. Just time for myself, time to be one with my thoughts. So I guess maybe that's what I'll share with wellness, like giving yourself time to just be one with yourself, giving yourself quiet time. Um, I don't like driving. I actually hate it. But the best, really? yes, I'm a hazard on the road. <laughs> like, yes. But the one thing I loved about when I drove to work was the quiet time I got on the way to work and on my way home. And it was just literally, sometimes I would have music, sometimes I would literally sit for 15 minutes in silence. Mm. But I think everybody needs a little bit of silence in their day just to break up sort of like the chaos and all of the things that are happening.
0: I think part of my wellness this month is keeping other people in color well. Mm. And that's by spending my black dollar. Yes. And so I just want to make sure this month supporting people who look like me. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I love
1: that. I love it. So I absolutely love it. Um this is a good month. i is. I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm feeling rejuvenated and refreshed. It is. And whether you're an educator or non educator, celebrate. Celebrate any and everybody who looks like us. Like to be black is to be beautiful, is to be amazing, is to be resilient, is to have just so much history. Um, I don't know. The plight of the black person is, is one that's been arduous and our journey has been long, but I wouldn't trade it for a second.
0: And I wouldn't want to be anything else. So if you don't do anything else this month, be yeah. proud. Yeah, okay. And represent your black Say it loud. Be proud. Like, be proud of who you are. Yeah. Be proud of the ancestors who came
1: before us. So yeah. Be
0: where we are today. And just do everything that's head held high.
1: Okay. Unapologetic and with conviction.
0: Period. Um, and listen that's to the sad. City Girls. Yes. Um, like, oh, my God. <laughs> JT is free. <laughs> thank y'all for stepping into the coffee room please remember to be yes. completely responsive yes. and have a good week y'all bye yes.
1: later